Hey everyone, we're the Existential Itch. Today on episode three, we talk about cryptids. We actually play kind of a guess who type game of what, when, where, and it ends up being a pretty fun topic, fun conversation. I really hope you guys enjoy. We do want to apologize for the interference with the audio. Um, our studio is under construction, we'll say. And the elements tend to come into play sometimes, but hopefully it's not too, too bad and you guys enjoy. So for the first two episodes, we talked about some pretty heavy stuff kind of leaning more into the philosophical side of what we wanted to do with the podcast and we definitely veered off right. a lot through both episodes as we were tend to do um but this week i felt like mixing it up a bit and talking about something a little bit funner at least in my eyes definitely not in yours <laughs> definitely um, not i want to talk about cryptids cryptids are if anybody doesn't know they are they're not monsters and i mean kind of i guess you could classify them as that sometimes not all the times they're just animals that zoologists and people of the sort haven't found a label for yet. They, they can't categorize them into a certain group of animal. They try to, but they can't really. And then validating if it exists or not is another thing that goes with it. Is it always an animal? Like, are jinn no, cryptids? No, jinns are mythological beings. Oh. They are something that is... I think they're also religious, I'm pretty sure. Okay. They, ha- they have a... I don't want to say fictional, but they have like a a written form of existence. That's where they started. I'm pretty sure. What about like sure. a leviathan? Uh, no, that's that's biblical. That's a biblical yeah. creature. So that wouldn't be a cryptid. Wouldn't be a cryptid. A cryptid okay. has. I mean, maybe. I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. I want to look into that. I'm yeah. not sure if religious beings would. I know, like angels and demons don't count. Yeah. But like. Ones we won't talk about because they're the ones everybody know, knows is like Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. Um, you know, I used to be terrified of Bigfoot, though. Used to be? <laughs> I'm, I'm still pretty terrified yeah, of the concept. Yeah, I mean, look where we live. But like nightmares, like horrendous nightmares. Well, this isn't a spoiler, but that's some foreshadowing for later in this episode. <laughs> So what I did was I went on the trusted, most favorable website of ever. I went on Google and I searched up Big Ol' America's most famous cryptids based on their states. Mm -hmm. And I I went for the ones that weren't more commonly known. A lot of them had like werewolves. A lot of them had Loch Ness Monster. I thought Loch Ness Monster was in like Ireland, but apparently America... Mm. claim that one um, i think every area has some sort of nessie creature yeah because we have ogopogo i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure america also has an ogopogo Probably. so and i think it also goes to like the spreading of the story because i can't validate all of them i don't have a lot of faith in a lot of them existing so i think a lot is just oh that story sounds cool we we definitely saw the same thing right? we have cressy in newfoundland cressy cressy her name is yeah we'll definitely save that one i want to talk about that <laughs> one today but what we're going to do is I'm going to name them. And these are all some very... They, they have some pretty creative names for the most part. I'm going to tell you what the name is. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me what you think it is, where <laughs> okay. it's from, and 
if it has any kind of like a monster characteristic to it, you can give me that. Just give me what you think it is. And then... Oh, I got this. I'm going to just give the definition of what I have written down for what it is off of the 100% trustable and factual Wikipedia page that (laughs) I got each bit of information off of. So the first one we're going to talk about today is the Loveland Frog. Loveland Frog. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> my, my imagination is just running away. <laughs> oh, it's going to get worse from here if it's already going that bad here. Okay. So I imagine cryptids being creepy, but you can't throw love. You can't throw the word love at me. It's, okay. It's like a frog. Okay. Mm. Obviously. <laughs> you got that one right. And yeah. and its main goal is for people to get so caught up in love that they end up killing like anything around them for this love and it's like cupid on drugs (laughs) okay so is that is that all you're gonna go Uh, with where do you think it's it's from? from it's gonna be from you said america right yeah everything here is american well, the only thing I can think of is Princess and the Frog in New Orleans. So I'm going to say okay. it's from New Orleans. Okay. So you got you got one part right in that it's a frog. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what you, you got. You mean the last word of the name? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no. It's also known as the Loveland Frogman. It's a humanoid frog. Stands roughly about four feet tall. And its original sighting was Loveland, Ohio. It's Uh, the name of the place it was found. (laughs) Um, So a little history on this one. March 3rd, 1992 was the first sighting of it. Roughly 1 a.m., a police officer of Loveland, Ohio, by the name of Ray Shockey, was driving and he spotted an unidentified creature that scurried across the road in front of his vehicle. The creature then stood up. At first, it was... It was four-legged. Yeah, it was on yeah. four legs. And then it stood upright to get over the guardrail that was on the other side of the road, and it jumped across into a river that was underneath the road. Okay. Um, Shockey went back to the station afterwards. Wait, who's Shockey? The police officer. The, oh. If oh. I didn't say his name, his name was Ray Shockey, but <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure I said it. Um, anyway, Ray went back to the, uh, the station, and he was telling everybody about this. Everyone was a little freaked out by it because it was the first time anyone's hearing about this thing. So uh, everyone started to patrol that area a little more. Um, Two weeks later, another officer, this one by the name Mark Matthews, I said the name this time, Mark Matthews, okay, he was in the same area. He sees the same thing. Out of his fear, he gets out of the car, and as as cops are wont to do, he opens fire on the creature. (laughs) It hits the ground, it dies, he picks it up, he puts it in the back of his car. He drives back to the station to show Ray Shockey this. And uh, as they're looking at it, they realize, drum roll. That it's a frog with rabies. It's a large iguana. Oh, So yeah. they believe that somebody owned this iguana. It got out. It ran away. And that's just all that happened because <laughs> iguanas can get quite large, I guess. So the story behind Frogman, okay, is a 
author was coming through Loveland a couple, I think it was a couple months later, and he was writing a story on urban legends. He was just writing a book on all these things around the area. And Shockey and Matthews heard of the author, and they got a hold of him, and they are like, oh, we have a story for you. So they told them about it, but they, like, blew the story up. Right. They, they made it this big, giant thing and all this, right? They, but they didn't say the iguana part. They left the <laughs> iguana part out of the entire thing. So he wrote about the Frogman and everything. Years would go by. People keep seeing the Frogman, adding their own stories to it. But inevitably saying it's just, it's one of those BS stories. Wait, the iguana was on two legs? Iguanas can do that, yeah. Iguanas can run on two legs sometimes, yeah. Fun fact. I've seen them do that. Yeah, they, they, they can run really weird. And now think about it. When this one With was like bipedal. With like the four legs rotating. I've yeah. seen that. But like two legs? When this when this one's bipedal, when it's standing on two legs, it was four feet tall. Ugh. That's that's infant-sized lizard. Yeah, that's... Oh, no. That, no wonder he thought it was a creature. I will give him credit there. However, this did bring forth a bunch of believers that the it was a lie story was a cover-up. And that Frogman was actually real and upon finding him that was a government cover-up you know <laughs> i mean iguanas are primarily greens right so little green man could have been an easily cover-up to aliens who knows <laughs> right i'm not i'm not gonna deny the facts yeah, it's here. just all of these like bipedal iguanas running around yeah well what's more believable aliens or a bunch of four-foot iguanas <laughs> that are running around ohio i haven't heard any of of either, actually, so who knows? Okay, so I, I'm not going to give you a point on that one. <laughs> Oh, come on. Um, the next one, a very fun name, okay? This one, it's all one word. Gotcha. As far as I, I wrote it down as one word, so I'm going to say it's one word. It's the Snallygaster. <sighs> this one, I'm going to say as a, as a preface or brief, it's preface, right? I'm going to state before you start to guess what it is, that it didn't start in America. But then America took over and changed it, okay? Okay, the Slallygast? Snallygaster. <laughs> Snally. Okay, okay. It is a crocodile-like creature Okay. who emits a toxic, pu- is that the word, putin? Putrid. Putrid gas. And it... Kills everyone within, not everyone, I would say most living creatures within like a five foot radius. And Creating D&D creatures <laughs> here by the sounds of it. <laughs> well, let me get my spell book. Um, yeah. Okay. And crocodiles are in, that just sounds like a Florida thing. Okay, so it's. All you basically said was it's a Florida crocodile that burps really bad. I didn't say burp. Well, gas. I said emit. Yeah, it, emi- so it, it emits could, a gas. It could be through its, like, skin or whatever. Okay, fair. Um, this time you get you got about 10% of that right. Ooh. Even less than the frog. Oh, less than the frog. First, where do you think it's from? Florida. I oh, Florida. That. Where do you think it's originally from? Because I said it didn't start in America. Uh, Mexico. Okay. So you're now even more wrong than you were before. <laughs> Wait, oh. let me have another guess. Okay. Uh, Australia. Okay, now 
you're not getting better. I'll, I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. Um, originating in Germany. Oh. And then making its way to primarily central Maryland and Washington, D.C., the Snallygaster is a bird-slash-reptile chimera. Oh, come on. An alligator is a reptile. That was the 10%, because everything else he said was completely wrong. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, a chimera is, like, it's a fusion of animals. So, like... I think the biggest one that you'd see in Greek mythology was the lion, eagle, and I can't remember what the third head is. It was like three-headed beast type of like a creature. Griffin? No, that's... A griffin is its own thing. That's a lion bird. This oh. had three heads. Oh, And uh, okay. Yeah, it's basically just a culmination of multiple animals put into one. This was usually bird and reptilian. Um, originated in Germany. Uh, found its way to America in the 1730s. So it's, oh. it's been around for a while. Its original name, and I'm sorry to any German or German-speaking person uh -oh. out there when I try to say this, its original name was the Schnellergeist, which was German for the quick ghost. It's described as a half-reptile, half-bird, with a metallic beak lined with razor-sharp razor teeth, occasionally with octopus-like tentacles. I think whoever saw this was just throwing every animal into it at one point. Um, it's rumored to swoop silently from the sky to take away its victims, sucking out their blood and leaving their corpses wherever it pleases. It's a, it's a very gentle animal. Um, wherever it has been sighted, you can find lots of places that have seven-pointed stars painted on it because apparently that can that detracts the animal, that keeps mm -hmm. it away, keeps it at bay from them. Usually they put it on barns or wherever livestock will be because it tends to go for that as most cryptids are mm -hmm. wont to do. But yeah, I find that I find that funny. That like, you know, the only thing I can think. Not much by the sounds of it. How many people are on LSD? <laughs> that just... In the 1730s, not many. <laughs> All right, you yeah. did say. I, I don't think I don't think hallucinogenics were really a thing back then. I could be wrong. You could. You probably. I, I don't know. They might have had the funner stuff back then. Who knows? Now, furthermore, though, on all this, when it was in Germany, yeah. it looked nothing like that. It had, hence the name Quick Ghost. It was half siren, like mermaid, yeah. but the you know classical version of a mermaid, mixed with a demon or an evil spirit. How? Oh, my God, America. And then it crossed the waters and transformed into something completely different <laughs> Pokemon style. I don't know how that works, but... So, okay. like I said, not a lot of cryptids I, I'm going to put a lot of faith in existence <laughs> that being probably top of the list now the next one okay okay the next this one is my favorite and i know i will i will put dollars to donuts this is going to be your favorite cryptid you have ever heard of fairies no i got this fairies are not cryptids i don't i don't think i think they're also folklore um it's a puck wudgie puck puck like midsummer night dream puck like a like, um, I, he was some mosquito creature, I think. Okay. If that's what you're going for. Wait, what was the name? Puckwudgie. It's all one Wudgie? word. Puckwudgie? Puckwudgie. I'm probably saying it completely wrong. So I think it's part mosquito, part budgie bird, hybrid, also bloodsuck. Okay. Um, where do you think it originates? That was not a sentence. Part it blood suck. <laughs> it's just part the action of sucking blood. It is not anything else but the the move to suck blood. It originated in 
<laughs> Why is this so hard? I'm going to say Ireland. Ireland. Okay. Um, well, now it's got to come to America if oh. that's the case. So. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot we were doing I mean, it. Might, it might have been outside of America first. Um, okay. Pukwudgie, Pukwudgie. Philly. Philadelphia. Yeah. You know what? It probably make more sense if it was. Um, you don't want to know I said that. Because of the P? Puck. Puck. <laughs> yeah. Should have known that no. one. Philadelphia Flyers was like the first thing I thought about, and I know nothing about hockey. So, anyway. originally, its name was the Puckwudgeenie. Okay. He's a genie? No, I'm saying that completely wrong, and I'm apologizing to all of my Native Americans. Because it is a Native American cryptid. Um, indigenous. It, indigenous, yes. Sorry. Um, it originated from the Lenape? Lenape? I don't know how to say it. It was a, what Delaware was before America took over. Okay. Um, before it was Delaware, it was Lenape, or however you would pronounce that properly. Um, it's said to be two to three feet tall. It's a goblin-like creature that lurks in forests. So it, it is kind of like a fae-like creature. Um, they transform into animals, and they use their mischievous ways for their own good. They're a druid? Basically, yeah. They're like a shape-shifting... Uh, Chaotic, pers- neutral druid. I just... I imagine a very hairy version of the brother from the Wild Thornberries. I'm still picturing Puck from Midsummer Night's Dream. I mean, if it works. <laughs> they, no. if, that, if that's what's helping. Um, and this is the part that I knew you would love, because this part had me cracking up. I don't think his name up. is Puck now. It might be Puck. We'll have to look that up later. Um, their name translates roughly to little wild man of the woods that vanishes. That, that's that's probably the greatest thing I've ever heard. Um, but also, fun fact, outside of America, they can be found in Prince Edward Island, which is pretty close to us. Let's go find one. No. because yeah. Wait till the next port, part. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, according to lore, someone who's an, who annoys one... They will be followed by the creature, who will do nothing but cause trouble and harm to that person. Such things are known as, or it's a, a couple of the things that were listed were pushing people off of cliffs, attacking them with short knives and spears, and sometimes even throwing sand in their eyes to blind them. I told you they were chaotic neutral. <laughs> yeah, they are, they, I wouldn't say that's neutral. Those are pretty evil. Those are some twisted little things. So yeah, you're three for three on not really getting it. But this one, I have faith that you'll you'll get this one pretty good, spot on. Okay. Now, I might be saying this one wrong, okay? I, as I'm known to say things wrong. Um, this one is known as the Bat Squatch. <laughs> okay. First, where do you think it's from? Transylvania. Transylvania is not in America. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've said an American place (laughs) once yet. (laughs) I keep forgetting these are American. Um... Okay, no, this this one is from America. Okay. Uh, Well, if it's Sasquatch, I feel foresty, which brings me on, like, northwest. Which helps me none. I was going to say, where's in the Northwest? I, I don't know. Um, for, it helps me none whatsoever for American geography. I know Washington's over there, but I don't think that's it. Like Rocky area? Like Rockies? I know that I know Rockies are in Canada, but we just... I think, I think you're somewhat there. Like over that way. Yeah. Not on this side, the other side. Yeah. Um, now give me a descriptor. 
What do you think it looks like? Well... Now, don't say a Sasquatch with wings. <laughs> I mean... Because you wouldn't be wrong, but what do you think a Sasquatch looks like with wings? Oh, gosh. How would that fly? I mean, that's the big question on the validity of this creature is how would it fly? It would be a giant furry. It would have to be humanoid if it's a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say... That it's mostly a dark color, because it probably lives in the forest or a cave, and it has big bat eyes, and... Okay, well, no, we can go with that. Um, so the first sighting of it, it was found, It was actually seen a lot over mountainous regions of I, all of America. I did say the Rockies. Yeah, so you weren't wrong. Its first sighting was in Mount St. Helens in the 1980s. Um, it resembles an ahul, which is essentially a flying primate of Southeast Asian folklore. Uh-huh. So my belief is that, again, like the, like the, the Snelly, what was its name? Snellygaster. The Snellygaster. Like that, I think, through um, immigration, like people immigrating from Asia, the story probably just came over, got twisted a little. Makes me so uncomfortable. Um, his name is literally just a combination of bat and Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. I, I had to write that down because I thought them stating that fact was pretty funny. Um, it's said to have yellow eyes, a dog-like muzzle, blue fur. Oh. Which is, and it's bright blue fur from the pictures I've seen, like... Mm-hmm. Almost like um like a neopet looking okay. creature. It has very Dude, sharp it's teeth. Fancy. And its bat wings are fifty foot and leathery. Oh. Yeah. If that like imagine, okay. Heebie-jeebies. I'm scared of a moth. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> Speaking of Oh no. <laughs> segueing into our final cryptid, the most famous one of this generation, but a it started around the 60s, coming straight out of Denny's, is our boy, the Mothman. Mothman did what in Denny's? If you only knew. <laughs> Anyone who listens to this, don't Google anything about Mothman and Denny's. Don't Google it. I swear to you, you don't want to have that in your head. So what do you think Mothman looks like? <laughs> Very much like the last one. Okay. Like, except change bat for moth oh moths creep me out so much but i love them at the same time it's it's a weird thing with me um very fuzzy like the top half is very fluffy Mm -hmm. and like big circular i would say black wings um with with those fuzzy antennae Mm -hmm. and big eyeballs Okay. And... Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, where do you think it's from? This is only a one place in America. Where did Denny's come from? I should have Googled where Denny's came from because <laughs> I think the opening of Denny's awoke the ma- Mothman. <laughs> At least in the lore of Mothman, I believe that's the way this goes. The lore <laughs> on Reddit? It was Wikipedia, thank you very oh. much, where, where the real facts come from. <laughs> um, okay. Let's say oh, something weird like that would be Arkansas. Okay. Um, so you got the description pretty much spot on, I but mean, it's, yeah. it's not from Arkansas. It's from West Virginia. Okay. Equally as strange. Yeah. So Sorry. 
<laughs> no, it's valid. Um, it was first seen in the Point Pleasant area from November 15th, 1966 to December 15th, 1967. Don't start singing. We want to have listeners. <laughs> so the first sighting, two young... Co- try to... I'll set the scene, okay? Think of a classic horror movie. You got two couples in an old Chevy, okay? Up on a hill, okay? You know, make-out point, lover's lane, whatever you want to call it, okay? Got two football players with their lettermans, two girls in their summer dresses with their hair all done up. Think, you know, greasers and the girls. be in a summer dress. It's the 60s. <laughs> Everyone was wearing them. Anyway, they're, they're both out together. Roger and Linda Scarberry and Stephen and Mary Millette, okay? So they see this creature. Upon seeing the creature... Um, they immediately call the police, and this is what they tell them. They told the police that it was a white creature with glowing mm-hmm. red eyes standing near the T and T area, mm-hmm. which was the site of a World War II munitions plant. Oh. Uh, it must have been off of from where they saw. Um, Linda describes it as a slender, muscular man, about seven feet tall, with white wings. And she said she couldn't get a description of his face because as she looked at it, its eyes had something hypnotic to it. Okay. Um, in a panic, they get, they start the car, they speed off down the road. As they speed off, the thing starts flying after them and screeching, like, loudly at them. Um, as they entered the vicinity of the city, like the city line, the creature stopped, turned around, and flew away. Um, the couple immediately went to the police station to talk about it. Police went out to look for it, they saw nothing, but then the next couple of weeks... Everyone was out. Once the newspapers talked about it, yeah. everyone was out looking for it. There was a bunch of sightings because, of course, there is at that point. Um, but the county sheriff, his name was George Johnson, he commented to the press about it, believing that it was a shite poke. I didn't know what a shite poke was. Really liked the word, so I had to write it down. Turns out a shite poke is just a heron, which is almost like a flamingo but not as cool looking I don't know what a heron is. they're just very big birds and apparently there's a type of heron from around west virginia that looks like that has like red rings around the uh... eyes and they can get large so they thought it might have been that could have mm. pro- possibly been that but from the stories and the videos i've seen from denny's security cameras <laughs> i highly believe mothman <laughs> is a valid thing that exists um but yeah, so that's all the ones that I had written down for us to talk about, but... Did you want to hear the ones I know about? Yeah, sure. Wasn't very many. Some we already mentioned. Okay. So, we said Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Which... Everyone knows Bigfoot. Yeah, I think that could be a thing. It but, could just yeah. be a hermit, like a very big hermit living in the woods who hates people and just tries to scare them away by knocking on trees but i still believe that there could be something to it (laughs) oh yeah yeah i I have some faith in biggie um like i said i had nightmares forever Mm -hmm. and not just as a child like probably as of two years ago still dreaming about bigfoot but anyway (laughs) um like we mentioned nessie obvious when I was a kid, actually, when Nessie was like, it was a big thing in the it 90s, was, early yeah. 2000s, right? When I was younger, I saw a video on YouTube, which I know today was 100% fake, <laughs> but it was somebody who was just driving down a street near Loch Ness, mm-hmm. and Nessie crossed the street in front of their car. 
and they had this on dash cam. Nessie across the street. Yeah, well, it's not like there was a crosswalk and it was patiently waiting. It just it was cutting through the trees. Kasha, Nessie's crosswalk. Literally, right? But I saw the video and it's it sparked my interest. I think that's where my love for cryptids started because it was that day. I wanted to go find Nessie. I wanted yeah. to be one of the people that went hunting for it. And then I got a little bit older and I realized hunting for Nessie meant going in water. <laughs> and anybody who's anybody who knows me, they will know me and water go together like Felicia and literally anything else in the world. It doesn't go <laughs> together well. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned we have Cressy here. Cressy, So yeah. that's over in Robert's arm. Oh, that's and not that far. No, it? it's like that's where my dad goes when yeah. he's um, going to work. Yeah, and well, <laughs> so it's basically the same thing, Loch Ness esque yeah. thing. But it's Loch Ness. <laughs> so it's called Cressy because it's in Crescent Lake. Oh, that makes sense. So they think that there's tunnels underneath the lake that go into the ocean and whatnot, mm. and they have like um, this billboard on the hiking trail there okay. and whoever sees it their picture gets posted on the billboard or whatever and must be a pretty empty billboard no no there's some people that saw it oh. um but the funny thing is apparently everyone that i talked to who lived there um there was like a film crew coming through and trying to find nessie mm. and all of us, they were down in the lake, you know, had their divers and whatever. And all of a sudden, production stops. They're just out of there. They're like, nope, gone. Oh, it, okay. <laughs> the episode never aired, I don't think. Maybe it did, but, like, it just cut. Something worth looking into. And they were like, nah, gone, bye. <laughs> so either they found something and they didn't want to say it, or... The townspeople just really want something to be there. <laughs> yeah. It, it could be a little bit of both. I like that. That's something I definitely <laughs> want to look into. I, I didn't even know about Cressy until today as we started talking mm-hmm. about it. Um, they have a statue that you can sit on and take pictures. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any other ones? Oh. Um, the next one I had was Jersey Devil. Oh, I love Jersey Devils. Those are creepy little things. All I know is that could probably just be a rabid dog. Probably. But coyote or something. What is it that they believe they are? Like hellhounds, basically? Yeah. Something like uh, that? I don't know. They're but, like, I, I'm sorry. If you're coming up from the pits of hell, you're not going to go to Jersey. You're going to want to leave something <laughs> that resembles where you're coming from. Um. Then I have, I don't know if this is one, but I have Wendigo. Oh, yeah, Wendigo. Yeah. And the only thing that I think of when I think Wendigo is, so, two years ago, mm-hmm. onset of the big C word. Oh, yeah. Um, I was in quarantine, and I decide, you know what? I am stuck in this teeny tiny room. Can't even, like, go out of, like, into my own house. Mm-hmm. What do I do? I start Supernatural. What, what was that? I start Supernatural. Is that the one with the brothers? That's the one. And the Impala? <laughs> and the hunting? I think everybody knows oh. that show. <laughs> The best. Anyway, episode two. I start watching. Is that a Rougarou? I thought it was Wendigo. I think it's a Rougarou. I think that's the point of the episode, though, because they're they're the same thing. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah. Either, well, I thought it was a Wendigo, and 
it scared me so bad that I almost stopped watching that show then and there. Understandable. Very. I mean, first couple episodes, the first season of that show was really creepy. Oh, man. Like the, what was it, the the Lady in White. The first episode. Is that the first episode? I think so. Yeah, that one, oh, that, that really gets you. Um, Wait, so now what's the difference between a Wendigo and a... Ruguru? Ruguru. Origins, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so they're both like people eating... Skin creature. changing type of thing. I'm pretty sure. I could be very wrong with that, but I'm pretty sure in the show they think they're hunting a Wendigo and they find out it's uh, a Rougarou. Yeah, I think, I, you I think are that's right. the way that goes. Because, like, as we as I was saying in those cryptids we just talked about, right? A lot of them come from a certain storyline. They come from a certain um, a certain area and right. when brought to another area. That area tends to just change it a bit, right? Like it just to fit their cultural background and their cultural understanding of the unknown. So how much do you believe in cryptids? Does it depend on the cryptid or in general, do you think that most are fake? I think most are fake. Mm -hmm. However, on that, I grew up watching X-Men and... X-Men? Well, yeah, I watched that too. X-Files? X-Files. Yeah, I I watched X-Files. And, oh, Scully. Scully was my man. His whole concept is exactly what I try to do. Like, okay. Scully doesn't believe in anything. Mm-hmm. He, he does not... He doesn't really... I could have the names wrong. I can't remember if it's Mulder or Scully. I can't remember which one's the guy right now. But he doesn't... Um, he doesn't believe, per se. But he also doesn't not believe until mm-hmm. he has enough evidence to say otherwise. Right. He, he needs proof. But he doesn't say no. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't close the door on the thought, right? And I love that kind of mentality because I could say that vampires aren't real and tomorrow meet Dracula, right? right. I don't know until the moment happens. So, I like I like the idea of those things existing Ooh. because <laughs> I'm the opposite. I believe that that a lot, not a lot exists, but some exist. Well, I mean, but I hate the idea that they exist. What would be better on your tombstone? And this is going to be my final thought really for today is <laughs> but do you want to just have like a r.i.p beloved such and such no you or... want you know what i want on my tombstone hmm. what do we say to the god of death not today not today but i, I guess it was today <laughs> <laughs> i want rest in peace mothman and De- denny's <laughs> and then everyone everyone who knows will know <laughs> there's they there's just there's something fun about having that like that stuff behind closed doors that people don't know about, yeah. right? Like, uh, the, I want. I believe in aliens. I believe in extra-dimensional stuff. I, be, I believe in things that a lot of people say is crazy because, yeah, there might be a lot of quote-unquote proof that it doesn't exist, but there's also not enough proof to verify that it doesn't exist. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, do I believe that most cryptids are some escaping iguanas? Sure, yeah. yeah. Right. Um... I think most things are like that. A rabid coyote or, you know. Yeah. Do I believe in Bigfoot? I don't know. But I think that it could exist. Oh, yeah. Um, do I believe in, like, ocean monsters? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much of the ocean we haven't discovered. So, I mean, yeah. no, like, go, go a couple of centuries back, right? Tell the people there that are going on, like, horse-drawn carriage. That we will have carriages that don't need a horse. Right. That does it through 
the oil that we find in the ground that can mm-hmm. move just as fast. Or we have other types of transportation that can take us to the stars. They would say that stuff, it, that's not true. Mm-hmm. That can't be true. That's not real. But it is because we we like, found we found a way to make it real. You of all people, you you see what the ocean can bring up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very likely that there could be some monstrous thing. If I had to choose ocean. between fighting a shark and meeting Mothman and Denny's, I'm putting on the gloves and I'm going against that shark, <laughs> which is sad to say, but. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the opposite. I thought about it, honestly. Meeting Mothman and Denny's is something I, I would... You'd probably sit down with a milkshake. I don't think I'd sit down, but <laughs> the experience would be one to be remembered for sure. Well, if you were here long enough to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> that sound is how I feel about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think that's going to wrap it up. For this week I, I think so it's a bit of a quick episode definitely a bit of a funner one not not as fun as talking about death or philosophy or therapy and drug use but <laughs> it's somewhere along the the positive line uh this week i really want to know what everyone's either favorite cryptid story is or a give us a cryptid that's in your area that we can look into um, I think that would be really cool. I know most of our listeners are our friends and family who live in Newfoundland, Atlantic Canada, for the most in part. In the region, yeah. But, you know, if this gets out there, mm-hmm. I'd like to know. I think it'd be fun. What I want to know, you meet Mothman and Denny's. You allowing it to happen, or are you going to fight back? Oh, I ain't fighting. This, okay. This, okay, we're not going to get into it this episode, but this is an apocalypse, zombie apocalypse situation all over again. Okay, well, yeah, we don't have to talk about that <laughs> over a podcast. Yeah, that but happens, I, I know I'm done. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying with that, yeah. Okay, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, follow us over on Instagram at The Existential Itch and let us know what your favorite cryptid is. And you can also email us if you're... If you'd rather that at existentialitchpod at gmail.com. And I guess that's it for this week. Stay creepy.